Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Brought to you by Ultimate Guard. With a big thank you to our patrons, Zachary, Jason, Dylan, Gregory, Sergio, Ryan, and Adam. And uh, I don't think they add too much to the experience. Nope. So that's a that's all, that's what on the we had back then, John, and we liked it. That was our only option. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I played all those games as a kid, man. That's you know, I, I had to brute force my way through Final Fantasy One. Man, playing that game without a guide is woo. That takes some time. <laughs> Absolutely, John. But you know what? You don't need a guide. Because you've got two ace detectives bringing you back for the next episode of the RVA Returners podcast. That's right. We are back. Man, we're back. John, on the case. how the hell are you? I had, 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 to kick my, had to kick my feet up. Feet on the desk. It's a slow yeah, day. Yeah, dude. I, you know, case I load the is the light. <laughs> the case we load love is it. light, dude. But you know what? Uh, we didn't want to, to miss just, uh, just bringing it back a little regularly for you guys, so absolutely absolutely and we got a few things to talk about you know we've got some awesome new uh spoilers uh you know from the seven two-player starter set that's coming out um we both have gone back to locals in full swing um we, we touched a little bit about on that on you know this week you know we've got a tournament coming up uh was it the haunted hotel mm-hmm. i finally got mansion out of my system haunted hotel in october um, things are starting to get back to a little bit of a uh, little bit of normalcy. It feels like John, and uh, that's what I love to hear. Yeah, man, I love uh, to see. I'm into it, dude, and and, uh, <clears throat> and of course, as always, this is your host Chris Adams over there, <laughs> and, and beat I me to it, <laughs> dude. We got so far. We got so far. I, I felt like I was like maybe we're missing it this time. I have to. We did well, but I also I also I'm thought you were gonna you were gonna be like I'm your host John Schreiner your host, with me Chris as Adams. always badge and gun no. yeah I thought I thought I was gonna get I was gonna get my turn to Dukes of Hazard and Startsky and Hutch over the hood of the car oh well uh, as always uh, I'm your host John Schreiner and with me uh, <laughs> with his badge and gun getting all Startsky and Hutch and sliding over the hood into the passenger seat is uh, the one and only Chris Adams. Say hi to the people, Oh, Chris. man, I'm, I, I, how's it going? I'm, like, <laughs> fiddling around on the floor looking to put the red light on top of the on top of the roof of the car. I'm ready. All right, dude. Well, <laughs> I love it. And uh, Adam's is just wearing the Daisy Dukes. He's waiting for us to come back. Love, love it. it. I absolutely love it. That sounds about right. But, yeah, John, glad to be back. Like we said, you know, we're, we're you know, getting back to a little bit of a... Uh, a more, I guess, more. Uh, I can't even think of words this morning. John. Regular, I don't know. I, I, yeah, normal, more concurrent, regular schedule. Yeah. yeah, you know, one, one, one to try to throw a ten dollar word in there that I, that I <laughs> failed with immediately. But um, let's but no, go pick, like, a, you know, pick one of the words out of the bu- <laughs> the bargain bin, Chris. <laughs> Man, the old Dollar Tree words. That's what I'm all about. That's the life I live. I like the but, ten you know, for ten words, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> double coupon day for all my words <laughs> but no but it's, it's been i've had a lot of fun this week uh playing final fantasy and you know before we get into you know the news and what have you i want to say I, how you know this was my first time i didn't go to the richmond locals um i went down to the jerseys locals that we've talked about um so often because <clears> my yeah. cards have finally come in that i needed for my deck where the old uh, so, ultros cup was held exactly exactly so i finally got my cards in and just sitting across from somebody, just 
knowing that we're just going to hang out, play four rounds, you know, I'm not diving into a meaty fucking like regional style event. It's just like, I'm going to play four rounds. I'm going to get to see some smiling faces, friendly places, and just get back to slinging cards. And I missed it. I missed it something terribly. And it was a good, good feeling. John, I could have wept. I could have wept. It was so great. That's beautiful, dude. I'm so glad that you're getting to experience that, dude. It's been incredible for me lately. Like I said, I've been saying on the last cast, man, just going to a locals where it's like four or five rounds and everybody goes to mm-hmm. the bar afterwards. Just like, damn. Mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And, you know, of course, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about, you know, what we're playing, what we're doing. But, John, we got a special bulletin coming across the desk. You know what it's time for. The hour is nigh. That Chopper 5 is in the air. John, do you know what it is time for? Uh, Chris, I believe we'll be going down to the ground to uh, get a little bit of the news. All right, John, so of course we're, the first headline is, you know, what we're, what's always on the front page, and that is the Octagon State of the Union. All right, Chris, uh, as always, the Octagon State of the Union is good, brother, uh, and everything has just been has been grand and fine. We've been given a lot of great prizes over the last few weeks. Last week, mm-hmm. we gave out a Full Art Foil Cyan promo. This Beautiful. week, we gave out a Full Art Foil Merrill Whip promo. Mm. Uh, we had a couple of awesome things added to the prize wall. We have uh, community members donating some awesome prizes. We've got these 3d printed deck boxes now that are donated that you can you can get is just some really what? neat stuff yeah dude they're hold on, uh hold on now back up back this truck <laughs> up tell me some more 3d printed deck boxes john tell me more yeah so there are these uh they're deck boxes you can get them in all these different colors and basically mm-hmm. when you 3d prints them there's like this image etched into them so um as there's even one with our logo on it chris with the That's RBA really Returners logo hype. on it. And there's one with a, a little Ultros that says, Don't Tease the Octopus. Mm. Uh, there's one with, like, the Cactuaroni expression on it, you I know? I love that. So just, like, a bunch of them in different colors um, donated by a uh, community member, uh, Lafras, I'm just going to say here. So he, he went and had it. He went and had it. Went ahead <clears throat> and uh, asked me if he could donate these, put them up on the prize wall. I said, yeah, man, not mm-hmm. a problem. Absolutely. So they're up there, and, uh, and now players have a choice to get one of those in, I think, like, any color if they that want. That is really, really cool. Yeah, it's neat. And I always love things like that. Uh, if people want to donate, we're happy to, to pass it along to the players. It's something they can win. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, so let's see. So, John, uh, I know... You know, you've got you. Obviously, the weeklies are still going strong. I tuned in last week. Um, are we? And man, dude, you, I, I, I got to call you out on this. You, you missed a golden opportunity to make a community reference. Um, oh no, where on stream it was Lewis BB against. Um, uh, I forget who it was, and you were like, I just got rid of the B. And you didn't even oh, mention. No, I'm dude. Kidding. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like my my. I was watching it on my phone because like my power was flickering. We had a really <laughs> gnarly storm, so I couldn't like type in the chat. And I was like, I don't want to scroll and do all oh, this dude, on my you're phone. You're waiting for getting rid of the beat. Getting yeah, that's what I was like. I was waiting for. I was like, I was getting like, getting rid of the beat. He's a no good <laughs> beat. I was like, you're a GDB for not you're even doing GDB, this. You're a GDB, dude. I was a GDB. I'm sorry. I'm sorry but, to miss one of those for you. So I'm glad I remember that because um, I was, oh boy, I was, I was shaking my fist at my phone like some old <laughs> Scrooge. But 
No. Um. So are we seeing? Because this is kind of maybe we'll cover this more and and when we get to our main topic. But like, what anything new? Anything fun? Because Opus fourteen has still got me really excited. There's a lot of goofy shit people can be playing. Have we seen anything new, or are um, we still kind of just seeing that initial evolution from R four? And don't have to go into too much detail because we'll cover this more in our main topic. But like anything okay. new that stands out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just say that there's a couple things that have come about since R4. So obviously players are just playing the R4 decks. But mm-hmm. also, um, I've been seeing an Ice Lightning Final Fantasy VII build that's been going around more recently. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, and, and also, I think we're going to talk about a little bit later some more pieces for exactly that. Indeed. Um, we've been seeing players experimenting with some of the new things. Now that we're also like on the other side of that major event, and the next event isn't until the end of October... I think mm-hmm. players are trying to go back and make certain like archetypes work, like ideas that people had that the list just you need more time to polish, like Earth yep. Wind variants and things that are doing like Bismarck Leviathan, all different kinds of wind water. We've been seeing a lot more wind water and sky pirates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which of course again we'll also talk about in a bit. Um to the point where I even think that this morning as we record this, I think Mr. Cool just put up like an article on Sky Pirates. Um but yeah, just That's like so awesome. Yeah, just like a lot of stuff going on. Um as far as people just developing ideas or things that looked good at R4. Of course, you know, uh, Doga's still around. I think, for the most part, Doga has just replaced Veristale, whereas, like, people who liked playing Veristale are just playing Doga variants. Monks is still a thing, of course. Um, We're seeing people play some more, like, control-type things, trying to figure out what works there. Uh, Yeah, I'd say, overall, pretty healthy. Love that. Absolutely love that. But uh, and also too, John, this kind of segues into the next piece of news. I mean, Octagon's great, but uh, I know you're playing in the uh, League of Light. How's that going? For yes, you? sir. It's going well, dude. I'm three zero so far. Nice, nice. Uh, now, is it the same deck every week, or are you able to switch? Or uh, it is the same deck every week. Okay, or, so no, 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 no. You're able to switch, but I'm playing the same okay. deck every week. Gotcha. Yeah. And you're uh, still on the monk train. Is that what yeah. it was? Yes, sir. Okay. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what all have you played against so far? Uh, I played against, um, first of all, some great players. So I, it's just nice to be able to get to play against these people. So I played against Brian Garrity, who's playing, um, yep. he was playing what they called the Viridian Pile, which yep. is just Ryan Chen's deck from R4, which is uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and it's just like lots of value. It's got Garland stuff left and right. It's a, They call it also Naya Garland, right, the magic mm-hmm. referencer. Yep. Um, and... They have, uh, like, you know, access to tons of Amaterasu's and Garland specials and all this stuff. Uh, played against that with Monks. He totally creamed me in game one. In game two, I'm able to bait just enough Amaterasu's to get a Mont Leonis into Regis, into Yang, into Ursula, into, nice. <laughs> into Sophie uh, to win that game. Yeah, and then game three, another close game, but I, I was able to get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, man, I what did I play against... Uh, so I played against Slaxbond round two, who is, um, he's a guy from France, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we sat down to play, and the first thing he asked me was if I knew any French. And I was sorry to disappoint him. And mm-hmm. so um, <clears throat> it was cool to just meet somebody from one of the other countries, but we had to schedule, you know, it's like my least favorite thing about doing this stuff is scheduling these matches. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, for this week, it's been annoying to schedule a match yeah but it happens dude you know it's like um i like doing it right away i don't like Mm -hmm. waiting until like like literally they're waiting on me and you know a couple other games but they're waiting on us to pair the next round right now and that's the kind of stuff that like like, uh but um overall it's been run really well 
and mm-hmm. uh, I'm enjoying it. It's been, it's been awesome. a good time. Awesome, awesome. Well, again, you know that's going on. Cure series is going on currently, I believe. You're not mm-hmm. playing in that, are you? No, no. neither I am I. The, uh, I don't do the webcam stuff. Yeah. No offense to anybody I... who does webcam stuff. I just it's uh, we joke we joke about the old pile of answers. It's a little too easy for me. I think you know. No, that's fair. That's fair. I think you have to have um, a really stringent set of rules in place, but you also have to like you have to restructure almost like how things are prized if you're charging entry fees. Cause it's, it is while there are things in place, there's just so easy. It's mm-hmm. just so easy to cheat and mm-hmm. you see it, you see it all the time. Um, but that's neither here nor there, but you know, it, it's, it's a good way to scratch an itch. Um, but as far as playing games, John, you know, we kind of touched on, you know, our lo- locals are starting back up kind of if, when I say they're start, they're kind of starting back. It's probably been months or you know, there's you know, John. There's some people that never even stopped. Yeah. You know? But um, in mass, locals are back in full swing for a lot of people. You know, ours just started back up here in Richmond. I'll be going this week. Um, you know, it's the ones down in uh, Sova or you know, Yorktown, Hampton Roads, whatever you want to call it. Um, theirs are back up, and I had the chance to actually go play on Friday. And like I was saying at the top of this thing, it felt good. Um, obviously, I played Sky Pirates. Went three one. Uh, lost one to. Uh, mannequins just again that just comes back from i don't know i don't know what cards do i felt like i was when i sat down i was like i'm gonna have to read almost every card that's like past opus 10 Mm -hmm. unless it's something that i like specifically played with right right um so every round i was having to like pick up cards and read cards i felt like i was a new player again but like you know card game fundamentals always shine through and it's like oh well i mean like i had like i said i had an opponent um who dropped, he did back up, turn one, the new wall into Yizmat mm-hmm. to kill my Vaughn after I, you know, after I was, I mulliganed into a real shitty hand, but I had Vaughn and the right, you know, cards to play him. So, but then I got Yizmatted and then it was like, <laughs> well, okay, well, I, I don't know what to do. So then I was like, okay, well, Garuda, we're good. You know, we, you know, we were able to, you know, stabilize on that one. But, like, if there's cards, I don't know what, what they do. I'm just going to have to sit there and oh, read. Really? I was like, holy shit, this guy just put, put you his mat into play. I was like, that's real fucking broken. Yeah, Yazmat um, or uh, Neo X Death or Braska's Final Aeon or uh, really Gilgamesh good. Mobius. <laughs> that, is, that is really, really good. And, of course, you know, there were some cards that I do know what to do, like, you know, Shinryu. Like, I'm playing Sky Pirates and I see a Shinryu. That's a that's a card I need to know how to play around. So, you know, mm-hmm. thankfully I, I, I did play around that. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. The the deck ran smooth. Leviathan's busted. A card is so fucking snapped. Yeah, dude, I've been having a lot of fun playing Sky Pirates as well, actually. Windwater. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast. Um, yep. You know, I'm, I'm playing Monks on League of Light, but locally I've been playing a lot of Sky Pirates. And Ultros. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But no, that's it's been a lot of fun. I'm really happy to get back in the swing of that. So it's just it's also good just seeing everybody and hanging out and just feeling like we never left. So. Yeah, but man. speaking of feeling like we never left, John, we are back to talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake, your favorite. Um, My favorite game, dude. I was and, literally and... last night at the bar angrily talking about plot points from the Final Fantasy oh, VII man. remake. Dude, why does Wedge just well, get pushed out a fucking window, bro? Do they well, like make go. it a point to save him? Do they just they just throw him out of the window like seventy stories up, it's off trick. screen? Yeah, but anyway, it's the trick to do it. But um, you know, with that being said, you know, you that you mentioned Biggs. Well, 
we've got some more spoilers from that Final Fantasy VII two-player starter. Um, yeah, I want to say last, on last episode, we, uh, you know, they had already shown the Cloud and the Rufus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they had shown those when they had, like, first announced the product a while back. Yep. And uh, I know we were talking that the Cloud's pretty solid, but we were like, well, the Rufus is going to depend on really what else we see. And we immediately kind of started thinking, well, you know, you could put a backup into play and a couple forwards, or you could play three forwards. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's a good place to start, John, because they kind of revealed the core of each of these decks, and uh, we've got a whole lineup. We've got Rude, we've got Reno, we've got Sang making his... Uh, this is, I believe this is the first Sang card, right? Like, yep, finally. And same with President Shinra. So, you know, I think we'll just start there, John. I'm ready to talk about these things. Please, um, yeah, let's jump into these spoilers. Should we start yep, with so- Rufus? Because he was the one that we actually were speculating on his ability because we can only read like half the card last time yeah so we'll start with rufus he's a four cp 9k he's a um ice lightning for dual element forward Mm -hmm. um he has first strike brave which is really cool um by the way he does exactly what we predicted that he does exactly and (laughs) he is the only caveat here is it is at damage five which Mm -hmm. kind of sucks um because damage five is the game's so fast it's so dangerous to be there like this, this guy could literally, in many games, be just a blank four CP nine K with two keywords. Mm-hmm. But which is they're fine keywords. But let me yeah. let me read what he does. So at damage five, when Rufus enters the field, you may pay two ice, two lightning, and two colorless. When you do so, choose any number of job member of the Turks with different names in your break zone and just play them onto the field. The whole squad, the bro. Fucking team sound the alarm and and you know like i said when we read that we were like okay well this is fine um but we're really going to need to see some new turks and which we kind of expected we're going to be in here um because like i think the 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 current suite like backup root is fine still Mm -hmm. um the the three drop reno and the two drop elena like that's not bad you know you could potentially get six seven eight cp worth of stuff when you're paying 10 i mean it's a good rebate right so and that's good pressure right you can play rufus play reno rudelena and they'll all have haste and you'll swing out with them right so yeah. that's fine but then it's like well maybe that's not enough so they start showing some us more gas dude <laughs> yep and i'm gonna start with i'm gonna start with uh well i'm gonna start with the backup i want to start with president shinra mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a four cp ex burst backup uh, when President Shinra enters the field, you may search for one card named Rufus or one job member of the Turks and add it to your hand. So that card's already amazing. It's a 4CP EX burst that searches for forwards and backups. And even if you didn't want to do, like, the whole deck with, like, this forward mm-hmm. Rufus and stuff, that's such a good... It's just a lightning engine. Like, this guy searches for other backups and also yep. can search for a backup that can search for backups, right? Yeah. yeah or, and he, or sorry, he searched for the forward, the search for backups too. Yep. Yeah. He can search for the old Rufus, the Rufus which I yeah. think is still a very, very good card. I still, a small part of me still likes, well, I mean, not even a small part of me, a big part of me still likes the old Rufus better than this new one, truthfully. Yeah. But anyway, like, sorry to, to interrupt. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I think that card's very, very good. Um, And speaking of another very, very good card, we've got the first appearance of our man Sang, uh, 4CP8K, job member of the Turks. Um, he has a, he's just all static abilities here. Well, he, well, the first one is job member of the Turks forwards other than saying you control gain 2000 power. So he's already, he's already buffing the, uh, the other, you know, the other members of the gang who, if you, you know, this is before I even saw any of the other ones, cause these came in like two separate crops. We saw 
sang President Shinra and Rufus one day, then we saw Rude and Reno the other day, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so just looking at Sang by himself, and I haven't even got to the rest of his card, um, you're already, because Re- uh, Reno gets buffed if you have another Turk. I think Elena gets buffed if you control Rufus. So, like, this guy's already making those fast, big cards bigger, which I think is really cool. Um, But hold on, John. When Sang enters the field, reveal the top five cards of your deck. Add one job member of the Turks among them from your hand and return the other card to the bottom of your deck in, in, in any order. Then, from your hand, you can play one job member of the Turks onto the field. So he's kind of like a shadow in a sense. Yeah, man. Uh, like, even... Yeah, exactly like shadow, like you said, because even if he doesn't hit the card, mm-hmm. he can play... As long as you've got one in Turk. hand, exactly. Yeah, and... Um... Yeah, I mean, just giving everybody plus 2,000 power, like you said, they're already pumping, they're already getting kind of, like, annoyingly big, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out, with all these new Turks, you're probably going to hit a uh, member of the Turks in the top five, and even if you don't, you're definitely playing one for free when you play this guy, so... Exactly, uh, and the fact that it can be forward or, or backup is pretty huge as well. Yeah, he just keeps it going, dude, so it's cool, like, yep. Shinra, President Shinra for this guy, and then you're immediately mm-hmm. slamming, like, two Turks at a time onto the table. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And then moving down the line, John, so now I was thinking, well, it's going to be really hard to want to replace the Rude backup, right? Because it's just a good 2CP, those those Anthem backups you and I were talking about, mm-hmm. like the, the tap to give a whatever guy plus a thousand power. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was always, that was Rude. So now we've got a new one, John. It really throws a, a, a you know, a wrench into things. So he's a 3CP 7K. If you control a job president of Shinra, which is the fucking 4CP backup, by the way. Mm-hmm. So the job member of the Turk forwards you control, including himself, gains 1,000 power and brave. So now just by having the backup President Shinra, or I want to say Rufus's job as President of Shinra as well, yep. by having that guy in play, you're, the team's staying stood up the whole time. Yeah. Then, then, oh my God, at the <laughs> beginning of the attack phase, during each of your turns, if you control four or more job member of the Turks, dull all of the forwards your opponent controls. He says, I'm coming in. He says, we're coming in, dude. Yes. (laughs) He says, so you dull all of their guys. You've got all of your Turks out. They all have Brave and they've got a bunch of power, Chris, but I need them. Mm -hmm. I need them to be able to attack. Yeah. Well, thankfully, John, because while Rude says, I'm coming in, Reno says, we're coming in. <laughs> so we got a new Reno. He's a three CP seven K. Uh Saint kind of uh very similar to uh to Rude. He has a um if you control a job president of Shinra effect. But his is if you control job president of Shinra, job member of the Turk Forge you control, gain a thousand power and first strike. So nuts, So all your dude. guys are gonna be brave, first strike, plus two K, plus four K if you've got Sang out. Dude, first strike is so strong. Oh, and you're on like ten and eleven k bodies. Mm-hmm. And then imagine if you slam like Tifa on top of all of this, get fucked. <laughs> um, and yeah. then, and then his ability is at the beginning of the attack phase during each of your turns, if you control four or more job member of the Turks, all the job member of the Turk forwards you control gain haste until the end of the turn. So yeah, we're coming in. Yeah, we're coming, dude. So yeah, so you <laughs> obviously if you. Resolve Rufus uh-huh. on damage five. You get to play Reno, Rude, Rude, <clears throat> Elena, Sang, and Sang. Elena, all in the field. Yep. They will all have haste. 
and they will all have plus 4k mm -hmm. and first strike and brave and brave so you will be attacking at least four oh, times. and you'll be dulling everything yeah, and you dull all of your guys when you get into combat <laughs> so you'll um but the thing is for those guys it does say if you control four or more job turks four or more yep. job turks there are exactly four turks yep so you do have to have them all out but mm -hmm. um the fact that reno and rude both kick everybody off with just the president of Shinra backup, like you said. Yep. Uh, and that saying jams another one into play. And I think it is kind of funny that saying, um, it, it's like, oh, Reno and Root are kind of good on their own and they're really good as a pair. Right. Mm -hmm. But saying actually kind of is the one who needs to help Elena get in there. Like all of that yep. stuff is so flavorful. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's actually so good that Reno and Root are both like, as just a duo are really powerful. Um, yep. but yeah, so, so just, Think about, like, okay, while I'm waiting to get my Turks online, even if I just have the Reno and Rude, it's like, here's two 9Ks with First Strike and Brave. Yeah. yeah uh, and that's, that's before beefy. any other, like, you're playing, like, a Lulu backup or something. You know what I mean? Like, these guys yep. are, um, yeah, they're stacked. And between, like, Light Cloud mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, you can just search out more of these guys. You know, you can even, or even like, Light Cloud can was... get President Shinra, who can get Forward Rufus, who can get saying who can play whoever yeah, you know and, and even if i didn't want to go the light cloud right if i even if i didn't want to go full goof into final fantasy 7 which mm -hmm. i mean light cloud being able to kick all of that off is probably the correct play i wouldn't even if you don't i say you don't have those you know for mm -hmm. example i wouldn't even hate stern leonis in a deck like this where you're playing all of these bodies that are going to bring more stuff out make them all cheaper and then threaten even bigger on top of that. Or you can use all those excess copies because, you know, you're probably playing the full suite of all of these guys and there's no S abilities anywhere in sight. Mm -hmm. So now you can turn those extra copies into to ammunition, you know, with some with someone like Stern Leonis. So, like, again, I, I think that's just a testament Means... to just the quality of light and dark cards. <laughs> Stern is just the, the Shinra sympathizer, dude. Stern, exactly. like, Stern listened to the last episode of the podcast and he's like, yeah, dude, Shinra did nothing wrong. There's Shinra did hashtag Shinra did nothing wrong. Shinra did nothing wrong, dude. Goddamn right. Well, and they're doing everything right in this new <laughs> starter deck. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, I, I really it, like all the Turks, man. They're well, and President Shinra too. Wow. Oh, it's an amazing backup. And then before we dive into the other half of this uh, starter deck, John, you said there's already kind of a uh, uh, Ice Lightning FF7 list mm -hmm. coming on. Because uh, also, too, you know, we're talking about these great cards. If we're going the Ice Lightning route, I don't fucking hate an Al Cid into Sang into something else. Oh, you yeah, dude. I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, and you're going, uh, and we're talking about like maybe playing the Light Cloud in that tech, right? It's yeah. like, oh, Light Cloud searches at President Shinra. Yeah, but also searches at Reeve, and Reeve gets the Kate Sith back up in Ice, yep. and then you have Kadaj and the Remnants, and they search each other. And it just yep. becomes like the consistency that could develop in this uh, could get pretty crazy mm -hmm. pretty fast. Absolutely. And you're again, you're already in the colors for Gromis. Search Al Cid, play Al Cid, do all the. And you mm -hmm. just get, it gives you, you know, uh, something to do. Yeah, something to do with these seven, powerful. Sephiroth is also a dual element seven card i mean yep. not that he's crazy but just like just that it's just more consistency more yep. redundant effects really nice yep so i think that could be something really really cool um again i'm i'm not sold on the ice side yet but i there's clearly a bunch of excellent things that you can do um with ice lightning seven um mm -hmm. and i think that'll be really really neat um again yeah, I'm, even I'm the mono lightning seven uh, like mono yeah. lightning turks is looking very real yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and I know that was something that was a version of the deck I really liked to play, but I also liked 
uh, Earth Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that'll be a great segue to get into this stuff. But like again, like I said, you play all these guys and you slam a Tifa right behind them all. Okay, like that feels good, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little terrifying. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think you lose that game. Um, but again, it's also not too terribly far fetched to play Ice Lightning and then just splash Tifa in. Yeah, there's so many ways to get Tifa on board. So, but um, you know, talking on the Earth side of things, well, so if you have a cloud, side, you can play her for any color, right? That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, even better. So light cloud, it is. It sounds like that scene sounds like the soup du jour. <laughs> but um, speaking of Earth, John, you know, the other side of this, we knew Earth Fire was the Avalanche operative side, and we finally get to see the uh the, the gang here. Um, and I, I think we'll start with, uh, we already know what the cloud does, but let's, uh, and let's Jesse. do a quick refresh. Well, let's start with a quick okay, refresh sure. of the cloud. We'll bring a lot of this other stuff into perspective. So cloud is a six CP earth, uh, fire forward. Uh, when cloud enters the field, if you control job avalanche operative forward, select up two of the, f- uh, three following actions, choose a forward deal at 10,000 damage, choose a job avalanche operative of cost four or less in your break, break zone and play it onto the field. And then all the forwards you control gain haste. So. Just seeing all of the Turk side of things and then seeing this, it looks like this two-player starter deck is literally a race to who can get their, their face card off first. <laughs> Double aggro all the way. Yeah, it's literally sky. like who can is Cloud gonna come and bring his team back and haste them all? Or is it's a turf Rufus war dude. gonna bring the, <laughs> it's right. That's exactly They both what come it out is. like snapping. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that's too funny. So and then so we know what that does. Now let's move on. We'll start with Jesse. Um, she's a three CP, seven um, K job thirsty. <laughs> but now, of course these are they're all job av- avalanche yeah. operatives. If you control a job avalanche operative, the cost required to cast Jesse is reduced by two. Now I want to say all all of the forwards outside of the cloud all share this static ability. So the the wedge, the bigs, the Jesse, and the Barrett. Yeah. They all have this static effect, so I'll, I'm not going to read that all. And over. really so. worth mentioning for them is that mm-hmm. uh, it's not forward. So yes. so just right off the top, just before we go over the rest of these guys, mm-hmm. we have, as far as Avalanche operatives go, uh, we have Barrett, who like mm-hmm. is the new dual element. He's the box topper, and he, gives, he cares so much about Avalanche operatives, but yeah. he only works with forwards, really, right? And the same mm-hmm. Matifa is also an avalanche operative, but she's looking for more avalanche operative forwards too. So yep. the fact that not only are here are some more avalanche operative forwards, but the synergy on these guys doesn't care about the forwards, which encourages yeah. you to play the old tutor for avalanche operatives. But we'll get mm-hmm. more into that. But just a, like a little bit of context as far as the old cards go. Exactly. And so her ability is when two or more job avalanche operative forwards you control form a party and attack. Select one of the two following actions. Play a card named Cloud from your hand onto the field. No cost restriction, just play a Cloud. Um, or search for one card named Cloud and add it to your hand. That's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Just play a, play a dude or go fetch a dude, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and of course, there's a lot of really good Clouds you can play. Obviously, the, the box top or sorry, the, the face card in this um, starter set's really good. The light cloud, an excellent card to go play, because at that point you're plussing off of that, or at least you're replacing the cloud you're playing at that point. Um, then you've got the five CP, the one that burns based on damage. It could be a, just a great late game play. 
Um, you know, you could be playing the old Opus 4 cloud that nukes for 7 when it comes in, right? Like, if you control mm -hmm. another Category 7. So, there's <laughs> a lot the of... the uh, Earth Starter cloud where he just comes in and blows a guy up if you have 4 7 characters? <laughs> yeah, there you How about <laughs> that guy? Or Pod Cloud, you know, really threatens yeah. something, right? So, I think that's really, really cool. Big fan of that. Um, and then, I guess, next we'll go over to our man, uh, our man Wedge here. So... Same thing, reduced by two, and this one says when two or more job avalanche operatives for you control form a party and attack, choose a dull character of cost four or more and break it. Pretty cool. Sniping those backups. Yep, so we got some some backup destruction in a color that he's already He's hungry, dude. He's eating those backups. He is <laughs> hungry. Pizza, pizza, miso, hungry. Um, and now we've got He actually big. is hungry for pizza, dude. That's canon. He is. See? See? It's just so flavorful. Um, and now Biggs. Uh, so Biggs is one when two or more av avalanche operative forwards uh, form a party and attack. You draw a card, and then all the forwards in that party <laughs> gain the forwards cannot be broken until the end of the turn. So you're going to – so, dude, I love that all three of these people just do the damn thing, man. Um, mm -hmm. So Biggs is going to – he's going to get you a peel off the top. Your guys can't be broken. Jesse's going to slam a guy into play. Wedge is gonna destroy something, so like we're just we're just going through dude, the fucking train cars, dude. Yeah, dude, they're on the operation, dude. dude they're dude, they're, dude, dude, they're the operatives, man. They're they're getting it done. Yeah, and uh, the Barrett's no slouch either. So dull and act dull active Barrett. So basically, you got to dull himself. Mm -hmm. Um, choose one, but I like how I like how this is a, a card that kind of begs to be played in something like title, like you know, again, titles a whatever format mm -hmm. how how our opinions change over time mm -hmm. but um like this is just great for that I like how they've kind of like they they made this card with that in mind so but so basically dull active bear dull himself choose one forward opponent controls and break it but you can only use this ability if um excuse me if a job avalanche operative you controlled has been put from the field into the break zone this turn so there is a bit of a caveat there, but he hates to see his friends go down, and he is going to make you pay for it. So, John, before we talk about some of the cool things we can do with this, mm -hmm. the level of flavor in this two-player starter deck, like, like it, it's, the too, rip, it's, there's, it's, it's so much seasoning. It's just flame-kissed and cooked to perfection. Yeah, it, it's, um, they really always do a very good job with that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you can almost see, like, there's a real passion for the yeah. representation of these characters, like the remake yeah, characters in the card game. This one out here. of the park. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this one, fantastic. And so let's talk about this, John. So we've got uh, some, some obvious synergies here. Um, you know, there's tons of clouds you can play, you've got some built in removal. But when I think of party attacks now, John, the first thing I think of is the uh, the Opus Twelve Legend Yuna, mm -hmm. the one that if you just formed a party, now you're gonna draw two cards when you play her, and then you can make Yuna into Earth, and then she can party with them. Yeah. And then not only are your <laughs> so like just have Yuna just kind of third wheel it with like the rest of the uh you know that like you have her party attack with three, so you'll. You'll depending on who you party attack with, you'll possibly nuke a character, nuke a backup. You will draw a card. You'll maybe get to play a cloud. All your forwards can't be broken, and then uh, Yuna's gonna reduce something by twelve k at that point. Dude, how about the old uh, yellow barrel eye? What the hell's, what the hell's his name? Right? Uh, Gipple. 
Is that yeah, a, oh, yeah, oh, yellow barrel. Yellow barrel eye, dude. Uh, the one he gives uh, your party guys, like, plus four. Yeah, or, or Noctis, the, yeah. the element Noctis that gives all your guys 2k in haste. Uh, you know well, well speaking of giving all these guys haste, so we're talking about obvious synergies here. So I do just want to mention on the Barret that we did have there, uh, you know how he gets reduced by two if you have another job avalanche? Uh, yep. Barret also has the backup Jesse, so that Barret can mm -hmm. become free, zero bucks, because yep. neither of them say it can't be reduced to zero. But That's pretty good. The box topper Barrett. Let's just do a refresher on this guy. Yeah, okay? please do. This guy is if he uh, is dealt damage less than his power becomes zero instead, right? Sure. But then is the job avalanche operative forwards other than Barrett you control gain haste. Mm. So he just hastes all of the job avalanche operative. All these forwards, one drops right? you're playing by. The and way. he has discard one card. Choose one job avalanche operative other than card named Barrett and add it to your hand. All right, you can only use it mm -hmm. once per turn, but like literally, you play this guy out, and then they will all have haste, and then every turn you can go get whatever whoever you don't have out yet. Yep. Right, and that's just as like okay, so he goes to get them because you have an avalanche operative out. They cost one. Yeah. So he's just guaranteeing so much action all the time. It's like yep. like imagine I this feels almost to me like okay, imagine a Scion's deck, right? Because it's like, okay, they got all these guys out fast, and they always have, all had haste, right? Um, except, imagine if they, every turn, could just discard a card from their hand, and then pick whichever one they were missing on the table. And just You know, like, that kind of consistency in a tribal deck like this is yep. so insane. Absolutely. And, and Barrett having that kind of built-in evasion seems really, really good. And then, like, so Barrett, you have to... And imagine if you get, uh, I get let me let me back all this up because I'm trying to say a bunch of things at once. But mm -hmm. like, imagine again if you get the five drop Tifa out, that yeah. bear because that bear is what a nine k base, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, he's an eleven k that you have to deal at least eleven k to, and he can't be broken. Yeah, and he counts for all the party and you know he parties yep. with the with all his guys. Oh, he fucking the, he yeah, is dude. definitely ready to slam. He always he gets right in there himself. Of course, you know the flavor is real. He he gets them all together. Right, they're it's all riled up. No, he he gets them. He goes and recruits them right out of the discard mm -hmm. pile. Then they're inspired by him, so they come in and play cheaper, mm -hmm. right, dude. And then he gets in there with them, and they do the party attacks together, and they they bust shit up, dude. Yep, they blow up the exactly. reactor. <laughs> so what team are you on, guys? Are you Shinra did nothing wrong, or or, or team blow shit up? Or team yeah, team blow shit up. Can yeah, we, get, we need to get those t-shirts made. I think that'd be great. <laughs> just, just a t-shirt says Shinra did nothing wrong. <laughs> exactly. God. I All don't right. know. I think Team Blow Shit Up might have some serious ramifications. We might have to work on that one. Yeah, we might have to we'll, we'll send that one to the PR team. Yeah, exactly. Something. <laughs> something clever. Like there's if it's Avalanche. There's no way Duncan lets that stupid. one fly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get that one past the, the optics. Yeah, the optics on this are no good, guys. <laughs> i love it i absolutely love it so yeah this starter set's looking really really promising and john i agree when it comes out we should just uh we should just you know just pick a team and play the starter deck out of the box for the for the for the, for the you know for yeah, the friends man. that's um october yeah so it's right around the corner mm -hmm. october man and that's why yeah i can't believe um, we just lost another year dude just i'm deleted. telling you man it's insane. And speaking of insane and right around the corner, John, uh, isn't um well Opus fifteen is coming up in November, right? Yes, sir. 
And then didn't we get some? Um, we got some information oh, about. Oh yes, we did. Opus. Uh, you know, I shouldn't say that, right? Because it's not Opus sixteen. Yeah, but I mean, so <laughs> this is it's fucking funny. Opus sixteen. So, so I was talking about this as we were getting ready for the cast, guys. So I went mm -hmm. online, and I was like, I need to pull up the article so that we have the information for the news, and mm -hmm. I need the article about the new Final Fantasy set. Um, um, <laughs> I I normally just type in. Opus fourteen Opus news plus number, and then I get it, and I'm like, shit, I can't remember the name of the set. Um, 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 and I type in Opus sixteen news, and it doesn't come up. <laughs> so then I have to go to like Fantasy TCG news, and then go to the actual Square Enix site, and then go to their like little news like browser thing, and then click the thing, and it's like, okay, like I get it. Um, and I even said this to Chris that last night when we're at the bar, I get hit with the, mm -hmm. well, in all these other games you play. You know, they don't call it a set number. They call it a set name. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, and do you know how much easier it is for me to sort my Final Fantasy cards than it is for me to sort my Pokemon or Magic mm -hmm. cards? I don't have those things sorted by set. No way. It makes it so much harder for me to find all those cards. Dude, for this game, oh my god, Opus 1, there it is. Opus 2, there it is. You know, sorted mm -hmm. by Opus, by color. Um, on the bottom of the card, it's still going to say the number. I know exactly what order these things came out in. And and most of the names of these sets have been like the exact same thing. It's all like crystal something. I literally can't even remember all the, the words that came after the word crystal. Um, but anyway, that's yeah. just my personal... I I just feel like I'm still going to be calling these things Opus whatever. And everybody's going to know exactly what I mean. Because on the bottom of the card, it's going to have a 16. Yep. Anyway. And also, to be fair, John, yeah. you know, most cards that have the set name mm -hmm. started that way. Set 1 was called whatever you know mm. well, that yeah, yeah, yeah exactly something something trading card game and honestly whatever. yeah so for five years we've been doing this this is what we're yep. used to doing and also uh honestly you're gonna tell me all the other games have it the other way yeah well guess what i wish that they had just numbered all their damn sets too yes exactly. i wish it was called pokemon nine you know and it was set 99 and then it mm -hmm. was whatever it doesn't have to say 99 but somewhere in there it would actually have helped me an awful lot if i knew exactly what number every set was so i don't know man it's just um yeah it's weird it's I, there's always there's gonna be people on thing. both sides of the thing obviously they can do whatever this makes it seem more like the other tcgs um but opus 16 so this 16th set of the fftcg was announced and it's called emissaries of light uh looks like it will be prominently featuring final fantasy 13 characters such as sarah and lightning which are on the box I believe mm -hmm. that that is uh that art is for a Sarah card that is the box topper. Oh wait, maybe she's not the box topper. I'm I'm taking that back. Hold on, I'll get through this article and I'll let you know. But that's definitely going to be a card. It's definitely a Sarah. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, Chris. I I look. We haven't had a single Final Fantasy VI box art yet. Okay. For this fuck's the, sake, dude. This is the third <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen one, but you know, hey. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going to get on that soapbox while you're, while you're skimming ahead, through that article, John, because, like, I love Final Fantasy. I love the Final Fantasy trading card game. But I swear to God, guys, there are more. There, there's more games than just 7, 13, and 14. I promise. There have to be, or you wouldn't have these numbers behind them. So, like, mm. fuck, man. Can we please Preach. get something that's not decent? You know, if I love 7... If I love 13, if I love 14, I'd be happier than a pig in shit. And I guess maybe these are the games that, you know, that I, I, I guess if you look at their performances and their money makers, maybe these are the ones. Sure, I get that. But man, like, I want to be greedy. I want something for me, John. 
Dude, they gotta pay respect, bro. Final yeah. Fantasy VI deserves well, even box like, art. And, and we saw like, Final Fantasy awesome Nine deserves the... box art. Yes, Nine is fantastic. Or even there, because we saw like during that same article, there's a there's a picture of like some Cecil art. Fuck, can we get that on a box? I'm just gonna say somebody's gonna be like, well, Final Fantasy Nine, they had the uh, the Bahamut art drawn, and that was uh, it was you know like it was a special art of the summon dude. It's not the it's not the same, man. Not it's the like, same. Where's like a Garnet or a Zidane or it's like these characters are I don't know. Were they mm-hmm. not were they not main characters in Final Fantasy? I yeah. thought they were pretty pretty big deals. Yeah, and I even like a Yuna to... on a box, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, a Yuna or a Terra or you know, give me another give me the a fourth face time character. lightning is on the box. Dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like fuck. And I have a plush of lightning just staring me at the face as I talk all this shit. <laughs> I guess like, no, lightning's like, a popular character. Um, yeah. I know but a few just... people who like lightning. I, I guess it must be different yeah. in Japan. But we, look, I guess. hey, you know what? It's no secret. We don't like uh, some of these games around here. So I'm sorry because we're definitely offending some Final Fantasy 13 fans right now. But, I know, um, but like, it's it's just like there's there's so many other games. I hate when they just... They're using the same character over and over and over. That's what I'm gonna say. Is like over. If you like Final Fantasy 13, that's fine. But we can both agree that maybe like uh, maybe something should get one before some other stuff gets like three or four. Yeah, that's 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 really all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking for. But you know, anyway. Um, so this is going to be uh the second set in this next block that's worried about the crystal mechanic, which we don't really know much about yet. Um, yeah, and I'm just gonna go over this real fast. So this uh, this is coming out in March. This is going to have um, just mm-hmm. the you know the usual stuff. Uh, you know all the packs and and distribution and things are the same. There's gonna mm-hmm. be three legacy cards. It's going to be Opus One Lightning mm-hmm. Legend, Opus Three Lena Legend, full nice. art, beautiful Amano full art there, and uh, Opus Nine Vein Legend. So. Again, um, I have no idea how Lightning or Bane got on this list, but Lena was a good pick. Yeah, especially she be she just be. It's so funny because I have to imagine that this Legacy card was picked before she kind of came back into the limelight. Yeah, maybe. Which is just because like, because it seems like Lena just popped up. I mean, okay, Lena was amazing for a long time, and then mm-hmm. she just kind of fell off. When water fell off, Lena just kind of went with it. Because um, she's a water staple, right? There's yeah. there's no two ways to it. She's a water staple. But then, like, these last couple sets with things like Sophie and, you know, it, it's she she's kind of been thrust back. She she got called in for, you know, one last job. Yeah. And, uh, and... I'll tell you, I saw somebody say something that I thought was very interesting. And mm-hmm. I just want to highlight this. Um, This Lena coming in here as a full art. Mm-hmm. This isn't a function. I mean, this is technically a reprint of this card, right? But it's not yep. like a functional reprint of this card it's in true. the sense of how reprints are supposed to give people more access to these cards. Mm-hmm. Um, these full art legacy Lenas are not going to all of a sudden make Lena available for players. And right yep. now, Lena is a very Pretty expensive non foil card yeah. um, for what it is. And Lena has skyrocketed because it's an old set. Yep. Um, so I did see somebody say R.I.P. the chances of a Lena reprint, you know, like an accessible Lena reprint, because yep. once you do this, you know, they're not going to do that. I thought that was interesting. Um, and I, I have to say, I kind of agree with that. Take. Yeah, it's a very it's a very accurate take. 
for sure. And that makes me think, Chris, um, maybe along the lines of, like you said, where this Lena was chosen before this explosion in the meta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, these sets were made pretty far in advance. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's interesting that it kind of, like, ends up being uh, really cool for, I mean, the, the, man, those Sophie decks already play an awful lot of full arts, and now here's some more, you know, for the people who really want to bling the hell out of them. But, um mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's a it's interesting choices. Again, I um, Vane from Opus Nine is weird to me. I, uh, he saw like fringe play a little bit, and he's mm-hmm. just one of those Dissidia art like guy things. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I think the lightning, it's an I get it, I get it because Lightning is an Opus One legend, so those are yep. you know tougher to get. Mm-hmm. That one was a pretty cool art. It's her like sitting on the chair, right? Yep. And uh, and this set is a thirteen set, so like okay. Like, you know, that's people who like 13, who buy this box, are going to, like, love. That's like a chase for them, even though it's 14, 15, 16, sorry, sets old at that time. And I still have an issue with, I I think anything before, anything after, like, Opus 7, like, I don't think that should be considered a legacy card. Well, can you explain to me the legacy of Vane from Opus 9? There there is. That's what I'm saying. Tell me the detailed story. Where is, what is exactly his legacy? If we're going to pick something from Opus 9, what should we be picking? I'm trying to think. Didn't we already, Fusoya was Opus 9, or was he Opus 10? Uh, Legend Purple Fusoya? Yeah, that was Opus 10, right? Uh, I think you might have been Opus 9. 9. Opus Nine Legends, dude. Uh, you're gonna make look it up. Okay, hold on. Rarity Legend. Boom. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, let's go. Like, read them off. Like, All right, you know, dude. I, there's gotta be. A... Uh, there's gotta be a better one. He's saying, yeah. How about Yasna, yeah. dude? That would have been fine. Wouldn't that? How about Ultros, brother? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Fusoya was from uh, was from okay. that Opus. Yeah. Which we've already got. Yeah. Uh, so that, there that was one Chaos, was Mobius, set. and Wall, and they both have full arts. Uh, uh-huh. There's the Rosa Legend. There's Ultros. That would have been cool. Maya has a full art already. There's Fusoya, yep. who has a full art. Rydia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabranth has a full art. There's Luso. He has a full art. Mm-hmm. Yasmat. Azure Dragon, Lassie, Soryu. Uh, Nail, mm-hmm. who has a full art. The Ace. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you have Vayne. Oh, man. Not uh, a whole lot happening there. Uh, so, right. I mean, Yasmat has been sick. Yeah, Yasmat or even the Ro- the Rydia, because like, I know Category 4 is in this set, too. Yeah, I think Ace was the original art, too, so it'd be cool if he was... Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, yeah that yeah. would have been cool too. So I, 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 general, I just, yeah, it doesn't have to be an opus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, or like again, like when I think legacy, when I think these legacy cards, like I'm okay with something like the 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 Opus One Legend Lightning being a legacy card, um, only because you know it's an Opus One Legend, like mm-hmm. you said, and B, I don't know what the fucking game looked like in Opus One. Yeah. Like I would like to see maybe cards that were you know maybe some legends that were impactful. During Opus One, I don't know if this card was. I didn't start playing to Opus Four, so like Opus Four, dude, needs some more legendary prints, yeah. dude. That's what I'm you saying. Know, like, Kefka, like Saban, I'll, I'll take Sellers, another. Yeah, Toto, even the, uh, the 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 Zach Legend, I think, would be great as Opus a full. Opus Two, art. yeah, dude, people would like yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know, man. It's just the uh, you know, obviously, if they keep doing the Legacy Full Arts, they'll probably dig into some of these cards. Um, yeah. Dude, Renoa would be sick. Remember that? The, oh, yeah. the you can't handle this Renoa. Or how about that vein, dude? Come on. Yeah, like I think that that Renoa would have been a much better full art than this vein if they had to go with somebody from like Final Fantasy VIII. Even you Opus know what Two, I mean? Opus Two Legend. Or Vane. the Vein's twelve. What the fuck? Am I yeah, yeah. About? Opus Two Legend Vein. 
over Opus yeah. Nine theme. But yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, that one would have been perfect. Yeah, anything. As as always, I scratch my head at some of these yeah. legacy full arts, but you know, it's whatever. Um, and then just to go over there again, I feel like there's more original art every set, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this is no exception. We have oh, that Cecil, that picture of yeah, Cecil, dude. dude, is so sick. They showed six cards that we got a preview of, mm -hmm. uh, of each element here. So there's a new Sarah Mobius, who's water. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, Sang just chilling here, or not Sang, um, Reeve just chilling here. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's going to be a backup. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, we've got Lael, who's mm -hmm. got this really cool looking card. Um, we have the new Cecil, like you said, who's a wind forward. Yep. We have the new Sarah that they're showing here, which is the art from the box and ice. And then there's a Luneth that's drawn by, I believe that's a Matsuda, the guy who did like the um, Bahamut that was on the box art and stuff like the special mm -hmm. Bahamut uh, with a Luneth from FF3. So those are looking good. Uh, and to go down the list of the games that will have new illustrations, mm -hmm. uh, Ruby Asami's returning for nine. So that's the artist mm. who did um, uh, Lonnie. Nice. So they're going to be doing more nine cards. Uh, we have the City of Final Fantasy getting art, FFTA getting more art from Ryoma Ido. So nice. uh, Ido is the one who drew Ritz, Marsh, all that stuff. So more FFTA cards from Ryoma Ido. It's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. uh, also, um, Shara, like all those, all those gorgeous looking FFTA cards. Uh, Final Fantasy XII getting original art. The City of Final Fantasy again getting more original art. Uh, FF3 and FF4 getting original art. Uh, two more people doing more Dissidia art. Um, three, eleven, and Mobius Final Fantasy all getting art from Matsuda, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then uh, Kincha Creations, who are the people who did like the Ultros that they showed us, that's coming out in the mm -hmm. next set, are doing a Final Fantasy X card. So. That's awesome. Yeah, well, hopefully we can a get a Sky set. Pirate that doesn't share a name <laughs> with all the other ones in the next set in uh, Opus Sixteen. Maybe See, I'm, I'm not going to call it. It was it Crystal Innocence or some shit. That sounds like a <laughs> no, diet emissaries drink. of light, dude. Whatever, dude. It all still sounds like a diet, like, powder drink that you pour into water. Yeah, Crystal Dominion is the next one that's coming out. And well, I couldn't tell you what this one is right now. I'm not sure. Uh, Opus 14 is... 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 <laughs> Opus 14 is... Opus 14 is... Opus 14 Smoking is... Smoking the Reaper. Crystal Abyss. Crystal Abyss. Crystal now, Abyss. And also, too, John, you know, you, we touched on it briefly. I don't think you and I have actually gone over or talked about our thoughts on the podcast about the, the new mechanic, the crystal mechanic. Well, we don't really know much about it, dude. Yeah, other than other than they've said it's going to be a, essentially <clears throat> a new CP resource, right? It's going to be, yeah, just like a new resource is, is what we know. Like just uh, another way to pay for something. Uh, yeah, which sounds it, it, like counters it, to me, or some people have said, was it energy in magic? Yeah, like that was the the immediate comparison that was drawn. That uh, energy from the magic set, the Kaladesh. Now, uh, I immediately remember people were being like very negative about it when they were like, "Oh, because well, it was be just broken. Like energy from magic and magic, and that was horrible." But like, because yeah, it was broken, it wasn't horrible. It was horrible because it was broken. Yeah. Oh, but it's because like, you couldn't interact with it in any way. I would imagine. Okay, well, as you say that, I immediately, halfway through my statement, questioned my own statement. But I was going to say, I imagine these guys, they were like competitive magic, like Kageyama. So <laughs> something like that, where everybody knows 
about the opinion of like oh this was bad right like uh they would ideally like shoulders of giants that stuff you know and, yeah and just like learn from that but as i say that uh they definitely are kind of creating more and more cards that are pretty difficult to interact with man like kind of yeah I, I almost want to say it started with Kadaj, maybe not but like Kadaj all of a sudden is like there were some stuff that resolved in end phase like that but now he's like triggering every turn and you're like god i really want to do something about this guy but he's like so protected by the way he works yep. with the rules and then sophie mm -hmm. comes out and she just exacerbates that same like pocket of yep. the stack or really pocket of like where priority goes back it, and forth it's just kind of a void where they're yeah exactly yeah literally the void that's where x death card should do stuff at the exactly. end exactly that that would be so flavorful <laughs> But yeah, dude, I I almost want to call that the void, dude. The end turn stack is like, yeah, dude, nothing enters and nothing escapes. Yeah, it's, it's just, just this thing's gonna happen and that's it. Yeah, um, it's interesting because I think that if they keep pushing things in that space, it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna get really weird. Well, it's already and, and not a bit weird. just and not just that because the, the the other thing about it that it made energy rough is. You had a lot of cards that gave you a lot of it, and there were a lot of ways to spend it without spending a lot of it mm. to get really mm -hmm. critical things. And the game has already kind of moved towards a like if you're paying, you know, you're you're not paying for cards in the in the traditional sense anymore, mm -hmm. right? There's there is some sort of free play, some pretty extensive discount play, mm -hmm. some pretty you know it's like a rebate on things like by activating backups and stuff like that so yeah, they've the, got to the be play really, i described really earlier careful. today there mm -hmm. was never a way to do something like mont into regis into ursula into yang into right. mott into sophie pass that was like you could line up the most magical christmas land combo and mm -hmm. it's like i could golbez out four guys yeah that was it like that was that was this big that was the as free as it got yeah but now you're playing, you know, again, you're playing Vaughn into a backup, untapping those backups, playing a guy that's going to play you another free guy, and then you're going to untap and draw cards. It's like, you know, you're not, you're not paying for cards in the traditional sense. So if they're mm -hmm. giving us another, and, I, and again, I said all that to say this, if they're giving us another resource that's going to give us the ability to pay for cards, they need to make sure that that cost is balanced. Because if there's going to be cards that give us this resource to allow us to pay for other things, it, and that was Energy's biggest problem. Like I said, it was not balanced. You'd play a card on one that gave you three life and three energy. You would play another card on two that, you know, gave you, drew a card, three energy. Then you'd pay this, 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 um, this fucking artifact on four that gave you an energy every turn. Oh, and then you could just tap it to look at the top seven and throw something into play for free at the cost of six energy that by the time you've played it, you've got like nine to 12 energy. So you've got like two spins on this thing. And it's just like, Oh, here's a 12 drop. That's going to win me the game on the spot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I hope it doesn't go that intense where it's like, all right, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to, you know, spin the wheel, play the roulette, play this guy for free that's going to play me two other guys that is going to put... Because you're already looking at decks that can pressure so hard. Like, John, when Yizmat was printed, I was never expecting to see a card that I could play on turn one that would let me put that into play for free. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like th those cards were not created to be put into play for free. 
And so they got to be really, really careful with what they allow you to do for free in this game because it's such, because resources are so important because you have a max hand size. You know, you can, if I can pay a small amount to put, uh, again, and this is just right now, I'm paying six for this wool and I'm putting (laughs) in 15 CP worth of stuff into play that has immediate impact. Yeah. Or I'm, or, you know, I, I, and maybe we're just, maybe it's just going to be a shitty mechanic, right? Maybe it's just going to be real bad. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, discard three crystals, gain a CP of your color, you know, something real bad. I mean, or maybe it doesn't really... have to be like real bad, but just think about monsters. Think about monsters yeah. as like the first mechanic that was added to the game yeah. and how it was relevant for like a set. Mm-hmm. And now there's like some good utility that come from some of them, and there's cards like Typhon mm-hmm. stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, monsters for like for two years, just like useless. Yep. You know, barely see any play. Maybe Flans. Mm-hmm. You know, so like yeah, just real fringe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at other mechanics they've added in, like the damage mechanic. I think well, the I don't know. Three color is... monsters was very very powerful when it came out. Yeah, that's why I said it was relevant for one set. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah opus 5 yeah yeah i You're included right. that and <laughs> yeah i mean that yeah that was okay, like okay. that was a thing and then that was it yeah and it was like um you know they added the damage mechanic damage mechanics sees a lot of play i think that's a very relevant mechanic mm-hmm. um they've added well it's, mul- it's almost impossible for that mecha- mechanic not, not to not be relevant, relevant yeah right? Um, they added in the multi-elements, right? So yep. what I think about when I see these kinds of cards, and what I'll, we'll just call them like cycles of cards, I guess, right? Sure. Is um, when they added damage mechanic, when they added monsters, when they added things that have counters on them, when they mm-hmm. added um, multi-element cards, mm-hmm. it's never more than like 20 cards in the set. Yep. So I think that at least in the beginning, we'll have a pretty good sense of whether these energy cards are mm-hmm. like pushed enough or if they're just kind of eh. and it might be something where when we see more of them in the you know as the three sets come out mm-hmm. um that matters more right or maybe yep. something that's strongest the first set where it comes out and then more counterplay for that mechanic is added yep. into the other sets in the block and then maybe it's just like this where by the time we get to you know the third set um what are the dual element cards from this set that have like made any impact? Like from this set, Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Is that the Vaughn. end of the list, bro? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like uh, okay, Alcid and Zeromus mm-hmm. are are like still trying to get out of the gate, right? Yep. And it's like yeah, boom, the end of the list, dude. It's like I probably missed one there somewhere, but really for the most part, they just don't feel like they felt even in the last two sets. I mean, think about last set; it was like oh my god, yeah, as soon Sophie, as the set Sarah. came out, boom, yeah. Earth, Water is a deck you know it's just like um <clears throat> very impactful the the set felt like they were really important like the multi-element mm-hmm. cards were really critical not even just sophie sarah like white tiger came out and dildo yep. last set too um he saw a lot of play celestia chime were also mm-hmm. in like those three color sophie decks and yeah i um yep. they added in uh what's his face gudon in his gamer mm-hmm. chair I just was uh I was surprised that we saw so much like strength in the mono element cards in the set mm-hmm. and that we've seen really uh very little as far as dual element cards go in the final set of the dual element block. So Yeah, you you would kinda of expect maybe some like, you know, climax, but then they also did decide to give us primals, which I think has 
that's kind of what opened the game up. At least yeah, in my opinion, I mean they're sick. They're, they're really cool, for yeah, sure. It's just interesting bombs. that they're like, um, they're more of the focus. Block. They're more of the focus of the set, right? And they're exactly. like not really in any of the advertising or anything for the set. Exactly. Except that we were exactly. like slowly revealing them over time as we were, like like everything about the set feels like it was about them, right? Like they yep. were the ones that were getting slowly spoiled as as part of mm -hmm. this exciting big set. Like they're the things where we were trying to puzzle out all the oh how many of them are there going to be and what yeah, and how are they, they going to be broken because you know primals yeah. have a you know if I play chapters primals leave a very nasty taste yeah. in their mouth. <laughs> the only backup that cares about dual elements in the set is like corsair, right? Meanwhile, yep. there's like backup in every color that cares about primals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's interesting to me, but you know um it is it, i also love the primals so i'm not upset about that stuff. no i, I love it's them just, too because they're, they're not busted um leviathan might be a different story but uh it's just an interesting they're all very strong message kind of there i guess yeah well no no well, it is it's very much a mixed message you hit the nail right on the head um so hopefully you know that they they take the time and really give us this mechanic over the three sets and you know from there they can kind of do like you know verse system was really good at this when they would introduce a new team they would really new every set would have like four new teams to explore mm -hmm. and you the set would be about them but they would offer like pieces what they, they call they called them legacy uh like legacy characters and it would be a card or two for teams from previous sets and it would give them you know just a new avenue or like this card be like oh man this really changes you know, now I can play this card that was previously unplayable for this. You know what I mean? They would do stuff yeah, like Vaughn. that. Yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn's a perfect example of that. Like, Vaughn would have been a neat, like, say, you know, we get a, we got other dual elements, but we don't see Vaughn until, like, set 16, right? Mm -hmm. That would have been something that we wouldn't be playing Sky Pirates now, but, like, we get that set, like, this one legacy piece in a, in a sea full of this new mechanic. It's like, oh, man. I can now go back and play this deck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think stuff like that's pretty neat. So hopefully the the next block will focus will you know have a hearty focus on this crystal mechanic, but also offer up something for you know pre. Which I mean clearly, if you look at this starter set, which is oh, this starter set is technically Opus Fifteen, which does begin the crystal mechanic. Mm -hmm. So this this already alone doesn't have any of that. But it already offers up some... It feels like this starter deck is less of a starter for the next set and more of a yes. patch at the end of Opus 14. It's a 14.5. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, They're going to say 15 on the bottom of the card. It's actually going to be really, really weird that foils mm -hmm. of those uh, starter cards, like mm -hmm. the dual element ones specifically, are in the set. Because I mm -hmm. think it's going to... Um, I think it's going to make it seem like they might continue to be in sets, and I don't think that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very interesting. Yeah, but you know, but I mean, that's really all the news we got, John. We and we kind of touched on you know really what I wanted to talk about in the main topic, and we've kind of talked about. Oh, it. I had one more um, news, dude. Just oh, you have more. one more. Yeah, you have one more news. One, I have one more news. I have Hot exactly off the presses, one more news. Huh? Well, no, uh, the the FF Dex beta. So, um, FF Dex, which we well, all this know. This is hot off love. the presses for me, sir. Oh yeah, so FF Dex, which we all know and love. Mm -hmm. Um as like really just the premier resource for deck building and, and best looking deck at builder i've ever used yeah it, it's insane um <clears throat> ff decks big shout out to those guys is an yeah. incredible website and they have right now a uh a play a deck feature that you can use for yourself to like goldfish mm -hmm. decks and yep. uh, right now it's in the beta for a multiplayer 
So uh, the nice thing about this is it's browser-based, similar to something like Untap, but it's right mm -hmm. there on FF Dex. So you can literally just build your deck. You click on the left side tab, and boom, you start playing games with uh, with other people. Um, as I look right now, there's three people testing. I was testing awesome. a couple games myself. There's a Discord where you can give them all the feedback, and it's essentially an open beta, right? You basically just have to reach out. Um, hey, I'm interested. I'd like to help out. Uh, and they even posted in the Returners Hideout Discord, guys. So if you're interested in helping them test out this feature in the Returners Hideout Discord, um, you can see who, that they posted in general there, and you can just send them a message um, and help them get these tested out and smoothed out because this is like you can play it on your phone. Um, and so if that stuff kind of gets gets you know real easy, then uh, that's very convenient. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. I mean, again, you if they can turn this into... I mean, Octagon's good. Untapped is good if that's what you're into. But if they can, like, not only have the premier deck builder, but also just have that easy, like, lock and load kind of, you know, I literally just built it. I, I don't even need to upload it anywhere. I can just click on this button on the same page and just dive right in and start playing it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, edit it on the fly and be like, all right, well, I, don't have to, I don't have to upload anything else. I can just, you know, I can just fix it and play it again. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just so convenient to have it in one place. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The one-stop so. shop. But yeah, if you're interested in helping them out, you can check that out in our Discord, or you can just reach out to them. Um, and I highly recommend giving them as much feedback and testing it if you can. Yeah, absolutely. So that was the final piece of news. Yes. And, uh, man, how, how dare I discount that? That was That's a okay. very important piece <laughs> of news. I'm, I, you know, yeah, I'm still getting back in the swing of things. It's all right, bro. But, um, which is kind of what I want to talk about in our main topic, and we touched on it just very briefly. I want to see like what we what we kind of expect the evolution of this meta to look like, right? Especially when you've got something that's pretty wide open, because you know we talked about the primals and how they've kind of created these universal bombs, where it's like no matter what deck you're building, whatever color you're in, you could probably find a room for a couple of these. Mm -hmm. So. So I guess, like, what do you expect some of the heavy hitters to start looking like? You know, obviously you and you know, and because I'm biased, and we're but we're both playing it. Like, let's talk about Sky Pirate. You know, what is what do you think that starts to look like? Because you and I are playing two very, very distinctly different builds of the deck. Yeah. So um, I don't disagree with like your build deck. It's probably just the better. I mean, I I actually think that it's just better, right? Like the but one I think that's yours actually... wins the mirror match though. Yeah, maybe. Um, mine mine kind of flips a coin a lot of times to see if it mm -hmm. if it does have a better matchup against things because it is it's more ex heavy, um, mm -hmm. and I, I just was trying. So everybody knows that um, with R four with Doga winning, anytime mm -hmm. something like that happens, especially if it's the deck that won, there's just gonna be a ton of people who mimic it, which is fine. Like that's that's just that's how what a meta is, right? Yep. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, if I'm expecting there to just be a higher than average amount of these decks, uh, I just want to give myself a little more, like, just, like, free value against them, ideally. Mm -hmm. So I was exploring, okay, what does a heavy EX list look like? Um, because there is Larsa, who is another, like, 12 card, yep. who kind of, and he's a new guy. And, and I also say to people, like, I like to try out these cards and try to build a deck that's, like, really good for them and see if it, mm -hmm. it makes things any better. And as I'm, like, putting together this EX water wind deck i look at yuna h and i think like okay she's got an interesting spot in the middle right now she there's a couple things that she counters pretty well um as is always the case with her and like there's less like yeah the, the doga decks and stuff like that are doing the fenrir but i'm playing the ishtola mm -hmm. backup because I'm, I'm thinking about that you know like protecting the unit and things mm -hmm. um 
and it's been interesting. It's been actually running really well. Um, I've really enjoyed playing the deck, but I definitely think that as far as maximizing the potential of things like Bond, which is the strongest part of the deck, hands down, um, I'm not doing the best I could to do that, right? So I think that there is a better version of the Windwater deck that's just more just like good cards, um, which maybe looks a little bit closer to what you and I were like talking about and working on on the earlier version of the list. Just mm-hmm. because um, like that is going to be a better deck, but it's going to require more testing and more practice and like more iterations, right? Whereas mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, cover for a lot of that stuff in the short term by just playing like EXs that give me, you know, free value and don't require decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like um, how we talked about last week and how I talk about in general, the beginning of a set, um, things that simplify the game are just always better at the beginning of a set because you still need to learn a lot of things. You still need to practice. You still need to put in the time, right? So I'm trying to just like simplify my matchup as much as possible mm-hmm. um, and taking a lot of like decisions out of the equation which is also like doga is trying to simplify sophie as much as possible right i'm just this deck is just gonna i'm just gonna play sophie every turn i'm gonna have this sophie that has 10k power i'm gonna play the doga draw a bunch of cards i'm just gonna have you know this is my plan and i just ride that plan to the end Mm -hmm. um so i think those types of things right now are strong but as far as what i think about the evolution of the meta and i'm already starting to see it when players know what is good players start to hedge against things like doga like i'm just talking about how my sky pirates list has changed because i expect this to be around right so it's like mm-hmm. oh all of a sudden monks decks are have bumped up the shantoto count they're playing more titans you know they have more searches for these answers oh you're looking at um people are starting to play this this wind water sky pirates deck because it can kind of match that speed but still gives you access to more of a mid-range style and so people mm-hmm. are seeing what can work against those decks and now that we have proven answers for what can work against those things or at least hold their own against them now players are attracted to trying those out right so Mm -hmm. um it gives players some direction so i've seen a lot of players trying things like ryan chen's three color control list from Mm -hmm. r4 playing things like uh sam tools deck from r4 the mobius list playing things Mm -hmm. like oki's deck from r4 right um, I've seen a lot of iterations of those, and not to say like these are the only guys who can come up with these card combinations, obviously, but that you know when you see those kinds of things get published, it gives a lot of people just some direction yep. for their own builds, and um, I think that that's just going to be true as we see a couple like localish type events over the next month or so. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see both like the results of R four and what this looks like on the other side of that. But also people are going to start trying to come up with what they think is going to be like the sauce for Haunted Hotel, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people are already trying to start testing with some of those starter cards. Yep. Because you you even said, right, like this Ice Lightning Category 7 mm -hmm. deck has just kind of popped up. And I mean, I haven't seen it in action. I don't know how good it actually is. But like when you... When you, it sounds very, very good on paper, just because of how synergistic and efficient the search chains are. Yeah, I'm not saying this is the next big thing, but that's kind of how the next big thing gets discovered, right? Yeah, but again, yeah, so, people hear about that or they see that, they start trying that out, right? They see yep. like a Japanese list, they start trying that out. I know yeah, like, Japan, they had Duncan like a with... Mono Wind and Fire Lightning both doing stuff. Yeah, Adam mm-hmm. Duncan's doing his Lightning uh, Wind stuff. <clears throat> yeah, man, I think that um, 
in the middle of October, when those starters come out, they're just going to shake everything up again, and there's going to all of a sudden be two, maybe two or more new mm -hmm. seven decks that just hit the ground running full speed. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I can see two scenarios. I can see one where people really get in the tank and start trying to counter some of the R4 stuff. I can also see a world where for the next month people are just they're not respecting like those top decks they're just like trying more ideas mm -hmm. you know like they're not going to put three alexanders they're not going to put all these answers in their deck they're not going to be always playing something with misdragons or Amaterasu. they're just going to be like oh i'm going to try this crazy golbez deck yeah i'm gonna try this thing with jet well though it's funny we play i played a casual game with old danny diaz and yeah like I was, it was fire water, like category ten knights, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, a, a very, a very Danny Diaz deck. Mm -hmm. Um, well, like I'm, I'm playing around an Amaterasu, and I'm thinking he taps out. Okay, cool. This is great. We're good. So now it's free reign for me to play the Vaughn. I got hit with that Jack special. Jack block, dude. Cancels yeah, the whole damn but, stack. and the thing is, like, I had picked up the card. I only read the first half of it. And I was like, okay, that card's fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he plays the special. I was like, let me pick that card up again and actually read the whole <laughs> fucking thing. And I said, oh, and and because in my hand, I I had a Zidane because I was gonna I'm gonna play the Vaughn, do the thing, then I'm gonna play Zidane, look yeah, at his yeah, hand, yeah. and I'm like, I was like, and, and the only reason I did it that way was because he tapped out. Mm -hmm. And I, that's my fault. I should have read that fucking card, but like. How like how many people are not because we all know card players don't fucking read cards. How many how many people are gonna like dick around with something like that and then just blow somebody out with it? And they're like, uh, <laughs> uh, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jack block is fun, dude. I, I jack blocked uh, a pretty big stack yesterday. It's just like because you start going like, <laughs> okay, well I'll do this, and you're like, all right, not respond to that. You're like, okay, like and that triggers that. You're like, okay. You're like, all right, mm -hmm. now on top of all that, dude, I'm just going to go ahead and just crush this yeah, whole stack down. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to put this baby to bed right now. <laughs> yeah, but... it's all canceled, dude. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> canceled like Jupiter's Legacy Season 2, baby. That's right, dude. Firefly, dude. It's just dope. That's right. Canceled. Fucking out of here. No, but but that's that's kind of the heart of what I'm saying. Like, I, no one's looking at these cards, but if they are, you know, they are, they're trying it in this space where they can... You know, experiment more with it, and maybe come up with, like you said, the sauce by the time uh, you know Haunted Hotel arrives. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, a lot of experimentation, that's for sure. Well, there, because there's so much to experiment with in this yeah. set, right? Like, there's again, I this might Opus 14. Uh, we're at 14, right? We're in Opus 14. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I get so I, you know. I, well, I guess if it was called Crystal Light Lemonade, Oh, crystal balance or something. Crystal light lemonade. Yeah, exactly. But no, like this set's so wide open. I think it just unlocks a lot of potential in so many different things that, like, I mean, because and I love the fact that again, take it with a grain of salt. Like again, I'm so far removed from what's good and what isn't good. Um, I'd never play you know, even somewhere where the meta is always very wild west. Mm -hmm. You know, I went and didn't even come close to playing the same deck twice. Um, and I kind of expect some of that when, you know, when I go back and start playing against Curtis, Colin and Ron, you know, all those guys again, like I don't expect to see the same thing in the same room. You know what I mean? Yeah. By more than one person. <clears throat> and and that's, this game hasn't had that that often. It's had it at times, but not to the degree that I think it is right now. Mm-hmm. So it's very uh, yeah, I think it's very open. I think people see things like oh well, Doga 
like <clears throat> won that event and now Doga won locals. It's like, yeah, because I think in a room where there's people trying stuff and then there's Doga, it's like there's something Doga's, established. Doga's pretty solved. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty established. And so it's just like, yeah, I mean, you're going to steamroll those guys usually. Mm -hmm. um, but in something like a tournament like League of Light, I'm interested to see how things shake out because um, I think people go into a tournament like that and you're like, mm -hmm. you're building for it, you know? Yep. We'll see. Yeah, but I feel like you try different. I mean, obviously, you know, the RVA Weeklies is a great spot for some of that stuff too, right? Because you'll, you'll try some shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you might only play one game with it and get rocked, and then you probably drop the event to go back to the drawing board, right? So we don't know. And then when you can only stream one game, you don't know. Maybe there's somebody at table six that we decided not to pick that that's playing something that they're just really ruined to be the next big thing. But Edge eh, doesn't work out this time. So oh, they drop and go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? Dude, a tiny little Octagon State of the Union thing, by the way, is something you just said. Uh -huh. um, we now have the ability to spectate more than one table at once. Ooh, yeah, right. brother. And guess what? We, we've been having a picture in picture. So in the oh, top, not the picture. Yeah, dude. Picture. In the top this left corner, AEW Dynamite. What am I watching here? <laughs> in the top left corner, we have a, a tiny version of one of the other tables, oh, and then it. we're watching the main table. And I can like quickly switch to different tables. Yeah, and so oh, no more sets or load yeah, dude, screen. Yeah, uh, dude. I know that is one of the sad things. Is like the loading screen. Uh, I mean, we still have the pairing the next round loading screen. Oh, but, okay. Fine. Uh, and it is tougher. So I can't like hot swap their names. So usually I'll just have like a main table and I'll be like, all right, let's just check in on the other tables real quick. And we'll just like flip through the board states. But what's cool uh -huh. about this is I no longer am like missing, like, what are they playing? I don't know what everyone's playing, right? Instead on my other screen, dude, I literally have five games open and I know That's what awesome. every deck is. So if I want to like pick matchups based on like, oh, I'd like to see this deck is interesting and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I can now do that. And it's really, really neat. That is really cool. Octagon just made an update to their thing, and so now you can like play a game and spectate a game at the same time. You can have more than one window open. Fuck, man. Yeah. The future is now. The future is now, dude. It's also, uh, I don't know, knock on some kind of wood, but I, it's been um, whatever made that change also made it so that, like the world doesn't explode if like one of those instances doesn't work. Oh, there's no, there's no more shadow realm. At least I haven't been sent to the shadow realm yet. I don't know. Well, they <laughs> I'm have sure shut it still the exists, door. Bro. The, the sure. dimensional portal has been closed. <laughs> I'm sure it's around, but yeah, it's gonna be something so fucking random that sends you there, like trying to load then shuffle a deck too quick or some shit. Who knows, man? I, I, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't Maybe though, it. right? Usually they're pretty stable. I don't want it to sound like we're saying. You know, any old thing you do in Octagon could just shut down the program. <laughs> oh, but that's technology, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But anyway, but, that's all I've no, got, but, sir. Yeah, I mean, that's all I've got. Like, I just, I'm just really excited to be diving back into it. Like, I'm still, I feel like I'm still kind of playing catch up. Mm -hmm. So, like, again, it's while than I'm playing not, mustard, I, sir, you know. do what? <laughs> so it's easier than playing mustard, bro. That's very fucking true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's easier than play. like that's a great that's a great episode name too. Fuck! It's easier than playing mustard. We're just playing catch up, dude. That's what we're doing. Fuck! Yeah, I, I might I might have to call that. That might be the that might be the name of the episode, John. That's too good. <laughs> At this point, I that's... think the people know that Shudder did nothing wrong. Fuck! But we, oh, but I just love I just love candid, solid gold like that. But. But no, like I said, I'm still I'm still playing catch up. I'm still playing from behind. I'm still like trying to learn how to play the iteration of Sky Pirates that I have built. Mm -hmm. So like I 
I'm just enjoying like I, I maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse wanting to see what the next step is when I'm still like I'm still at the first stage of the game right now. But I'm already looking forward to building some kind of fucking Turks deck, right? Like I'm already thinking of numbers and ratios. Like, do I want to play the proxy? Do I want to play this, dude? I mean, I I will be. I definitely will be because I want to. I want to try this out. I want to see, you know, what hey, it's dude, all about. Just, maybe we, uh, maybe we just start slamming like versions of these decks against each other. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that because uh. Like I don't, I don't know if I want to just you know do mono lightning or if I want to do the ice lightning because I, I mean I'm intrigued. Like I would love to like get this Rufus off, right? Like because mm -hmm. I feel like if if the Rufus goes off, you probably just win on the spot, right? Yeah, uh, it seems like how do you not? Yeah, yeah. it's it I, unless unless well, your opponent gets lucky damage, and they just. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you're I mean you're a damage five, so I, I imagine the game has gone on for a little mm -hmm. bit of time, mm -hmm. but then like. Unless your opponent gets like crazy lucky, and they're just like, "Oh, look at all these bursts I just hit!" And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and kill your board now. But yeah, still. maybe. But like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if that's how I want to build it, or if I want to just stick with like, you know, Earth Lightning or Mono Lightning. There's just a lot of build different all, ways bro. you can do this. I, I guess so. I guess that's what I'm gonna have to do. So I'm, I'm already looking to the future while I'm still just relearning the game. What feels like, you know, essentially. So. Mm -hmm. I'm just excited to get back into that, man. That's why the you know, same thing getting back in. You know, now that I've got things to talk about, you know, we've got more stuff to podcast about, which is really awesome. That's right, dude. Absolutely. So, hey, I'm here to, I'll just do a locals report every week. That's what I'm fucking talking about, man. The old, the, the locals report. We're, we're hanging up our badges and picking up, you know, our camera crews and microphones. Yeah. We're the RVA reporters now. Oh my goodness. There it is. But no, that's all I got this week, John. It was an absolute blast talking, as always. Of course. Same and of course, we couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you all for listening to yep. talk about some shit for you know two hours. I have a quick um, housekeeping apology to our listeners today. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't sort my audio out right before the stream, so you guys, hey, yeah. uh, I probably tricked you into thinking you had at least one Facebook message come in and two or three of your friends log into Battle.net, so I'm sorry about that one. Oh, no. <laughs> If, if you were checking your Facebook messages frantically, that was uh, that was me. It was just me. That was just me getting the old notification, recording that <laughs> straight into the podcast for you. That's actually Adam Duncan. He participated in the uh, podcast. He doesn't even know, dude. He he got in there. He made it okay. in. Yeah, he did it. He did That's it. Bless right. his soul. <clears throat> but otherwise, Chris, is it for us this week? I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just excited to jam more games and just get back in the swing of it, man. Time to start proxying up those starter decks, dude. Shinra did nothing wrong. That's <laughs> right. It. See you guys. Love it. Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com.